Hey, today we're going to be talking about appetite versus hunger, and this is one of the videos for the intuitive fat loss section. What you need to know about today is, is pretty simple, really. What you need to know is you need to know the difference between appetite and hunger, and then you need to know, once you've understood that sort of fundamental difference, how you can apply it so that you can simplify your approach to your food and you can basically maximize the results that you're getting in terms of the amount of effort that you're putting in. So to start with, what I want to do is I just want to quickly summarize the problem. And the problem is, is that people are plagued with overconsumption. It's, it's a problem with, with people in all aspects of life, whether it's grazing, whether it's you know, in the kitchen, it's you know, having you know, that feeling that they need to have something after dinner. It's something like just you know, routines and rituals and habits that people have where they're just constantly overconsuming, And as a result, what they find is that they're completely out of touch with their body signals. And as a result, they don't really know how much they should be eating in order to actually start losing weight. So what I want to do is I want to quickly summarize, firstly, the big difference between what I would class as appetite and what I would class as hunger. So the first thing is, is appetite is psychological and it comes for me into sort of three main categories. The first is, is it's a desire to eat. The second is it's sort of rituals and habits that you associate with, um, with food. And the last one is it's pacifying your emotions by eating food. And all of these things are what I would put into appetite category. If you think about the, the kind of language that you might use around your hunger, so people say, oh, I'm hungry. And you say, well, what do you want? It might be, oh, well, I fancy this, or, or I feel a bit peckish. Now, if you fancy something, typically speaking, you're not actually saying that you partic you're particularly hungry, it's just that you have a desire to eat a certain taste. With the rituals and habits, people might say, for example, that they, you know, eating crisps in front of the television, or it might be having popcorn at the cinema. They go together, and it's not necessarily that you're hungry for popcorn at the cinema, but you just it's just a ritual that you've got yourself into. Whereas you go to the cinema, you get some popcorn, you sit down and you eat it. The last one is, as you know, is and this is probably the most sort of pervasive issue, is that people are using food as a treat or as a pick-me-up. So they might say, oh, I feel like I need a treat or I feel like I need a little energy booster or something like that. This isn't necessarily hunger either. This is simply just you're trying to either distract yourself from how you feel or to even try and fix how you feel by actually giving yourself something which is going to give you a little reward in your brain. The other side of the coin is that hunger is physical and hunger is very different because hunger sort of comes on slowly and hunger comes in waves. So you may find that if you, you haven't eaten enough, your hunger may start to build. You may start to get sort of that sort of empty feeling in your stomach. You know, your energy may start to slowly come down. And it's the thing I want you to think about is, is that hunger comes on slowly and comes away slowly. The difference between that and appetite is that generally speaking, when we have an appetite for food and when we sort of have the desire to eat things, it's an instant thing. It comes on and it's very intense. Hunger is very rarely like that. It's very slow acting. And also another simple way to identify if you're hungry or not is that simple food will become appealing. So you may find that if you're hungry, that eating, you know, something simple like, you know, a seasoned chicken breast with some potatoes and some veg actually really hits the spot. Whereas if you're not hungry, then looking at that, you think, well, no, I don't fancy that. I actually want to have whatever else it is. So before we move any further, what I want you to do is I actually want you to remember the goal of what it is that we're trying to do, because this is starting to sound a lot like someone who's going to tell you that you must, you know, 
ignore your, your wants and desires and purely stick to food as being fuel. And I don't believe that, hopefully, if you've watched everything else, I don't believe that for a second. What I want you to do is I want you to be able to identify when you're hungry, when you're truly hungry, and when it's just a question of you have a desire to eat something for another reason, and to be able to discern between those two things. What you want to do is you want to get to a point where your hunger and your appetite are aligned. So your desire to eat nice tasting foods is also aligned with your desire to satisfy your hunger. What we don't want to be doing is just eating for the sake of eating without satisfying hunger. That's what we're going for. We're not looking for you know, this Puritan approach to food where it's just fuel. We're looking for it to be something where you enjoy your food and you satisfy hunger at the same time. In terms of considerations of, of what you might want to think about going forward, the first one is that hunger is never an emergency. So if you feel hungry, that's not something to panic about because hunger is actually normal. I want the, the good metaphor that I like to think of it is, is hunger before food is basically the same thing as feeling tired before you go to bed. It would be weird if somebody said to you to go to bed at four o'clock in the afternoon. You wouldn't do it because you're not tired. The same thing is, you know, it's when you're in terms of going to bed, you still get a nice feeling. It's kind of warm and cozy and all that kind of stuff. And it gives you that nice feedback, like having a piece of chocolate cake might too. But we're much better at sort of distinguishing between when we're tired and when we're not while still enjoying the feeling of going to bed than we are when we're hungry and we're not while still enjoying our food. The other thing to think about is that in order to, basically, if you, whatever, whichever way you go about it, if you're in a calorie deficit, you will feel hungry between meals. Now, if you weigh and measure all your food and you do calorie counting, you will feel hungry between your meals when you eat. If you do a 5-2 diet, you will feel hungry between your meals if you're in a calorie deficit. The calorie deficit is, is constant throughout all um, fat loss plans. So let's start thinking about hunger as an indicator that you're, what you're doing is working rather than something to be really worried about. Obviously, as we said in the other, in the other um, video, on the hunger video, you don't want to take it too far. You want to try and manage it. But just bear in mind that hunger actually matters and it is something that you need to have. If you're not making progress and you're not hungry between meals, there's a very good chance that's the problem. The other thing to think about as a, as a good thing about being hungry is that food tastes so much better. Like food, the hunger is by far and away the best seasoning. If you eat lots of food, you eat lots of high calorie, high salt, high fat foods, your, your taste buds get dulled. And ultimately you need to keep chasing the high in order to get the more, even more sort of, um, you know, maybe process is the right word, but basically rewarding um, foods in order to actually get that kick. If you're eating because of hunger, that's kind of an innate um, satisfaction that you get from eating. And actually food starts to taste way, way better. I want you to be patient about what's going on because ultimately what you'll realize is, and this is something I find with most people, is, is that actually most people, especially when they first come to me, they, they haven't really been hungry for years, months, years, whatever. Not sort of, they're not used to actually leaving time between food to actually eat. They're always thinking, they're snacking, they're grazing, they're picking, all this kind of stuff. You may need to be patient and actually wait a few days before the hunger really starts to kick in. And you may start saying, people say to me all the time, well, I've, I've, eat, I've eaten a lot less, but I'm still not feeling hungry. Well, that's probably because your body's still got enough stored in it. And I don't mean fat stores, but I mean in terms of like sugar in your muscles, sugar in your blood, like all this kind of stuff, that it's going to actually be able to keep, you know, ticking along nicely. Give it a few days and you will start to feel a bit more hungry. The last thing is neuroplasticity. And this basically means is your brain has the, has the capability to change. This will become the new normal and it will start to feel like the right thing to do, to wait until you feel hungry between meals. 
Give it a bit of time, as I said, be patient, and this is gonna work really well for you. The benefits of, of actually adopting this approach are fairly simple, which is that you actually start to get a really flexible way to make fat loss progress. You don't have to weigh and measure anything, you don't have to follow any plans, you can do things on your own terms, all you have to do is listen to your hunger signals. So if you have any questions, then please let me, please let me know, ask me. Um, I'm sure I'll see you very soon. Um, and I hope you have a good day.